ABC Listen. Podcasts, radio, news, music and more. The Albanese government's new surface Navy fleet review has been broadly welcomed by experts, with the number of warships to increase from 11 to 26 and with $11 billion of funding attached. But there are still questions over a possible capability gap between now and when the first new warship will hit the water. That's if it comes on time. Richard Miles is the Deputy Prime Minister and the Defence Minister, and he joined me a short time ago. Deputy Prime Minister, welcome to the program. Good morning. Good to hear you, Patricia. The Navy will go from 11 ships to 26. Can you just explain what they'll do and where they'll be stationed? Uh, well, firstly, it's it's surface combatants warships. So the the navy is bigger than just those ships which have the capacity to go into war. But our surface combatants will go from uh, eleven to twenty six. Uh, what that will see is uh, six hunter class frigates being at the heart of that. They're going to be built uh, in Adelaide. Um, in addition to that, will be eleven general purpose frigates, and they are going to replace the Anzac frigates, which are currently in operation and have been in operation for a number of decades now and really coming to the end of their life. Uh, There will be six uh, large optionally crewed surface vessels, uh, which are in development in in America. They would come into operation in the mid-2030s. They have the option to be uncrewed, but it's our intention to crew them. And they give um, much greater vertical launch capacity, missile Mm. launch capacity, and would operate in conjunction with uh, one of the the larger surface combatants, so it's the Hunter-class frigates. And then you combine that with the existing air warfare destroyers, of which we have three, and you get to 26. Yeah, you mentioned, you know, the option of uncrewing them. Is that option open to you also because you don't have the personnel? Uh, Well, it's not about personnel. It's really about thinking of uh, a means by which you can um, comparatively, cost-effectively increase your missile launch capacity. I mean, the the idea of this um, is that in the context of a conflict, you would have uh, a ship of this kind uh, sailing in conjunction with a major combatant. Um, the missiles on that go first. That is able to then sail back, get replenished, then come back into the fight. Um, that idea is not about crewing. That, that idea is about efficiently getting um, firepower to the battle. And, and it's an idea that's being worked through by mm. various navies around the world. But America is developing this. They have uh, a couple of prototypes which exist right now. Um, and this is what we would uh, want to see in our Navy come the mid-2030s. Obviously, there's been, you know, more bipartisanship on these sorts of issues, but the opposition defence spokesman, Andrew Hastie, has said that the the country won't see a new ship in the water until 2031, and you should be focused on on getting, getting it all happening by 2026. Why can't you? Well, firstly, what he's saying is wrong. Uh, We will have a new servant in this decade, in the 2020s. Um, Can you you be specific? Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt, but about exactly, because he says no new ships till 2031. What will be in the water and operational by then? the, the, The general purpose frigate, the new general purpose frigate, we have accelerated the uh, procurement of those and to be uh, what we are looking at um, is uh, uh, four 
potential options, all of which are being built right now, all of which have ships operating right now, and where we are buying that completely off the shelf so that we have the fastest procurement that you could uh, envisage in terms of getting a ship into the water, and we will be able to do that this decade. I mean, there is no showroom where you can go off and uh, buy a warship and, and suddenly have it. What we're talking about is, is, is the fastest procurement that we have seen in our Navy for many, many years. But the fundamental answer, um, and, and really the hypocrisy of Andrew Hastie's uh, comments are astounding, is, is what we inherited from, from the government. I mean, we inherited the oldest surface fleet since the end of the Second World War. Uh, we inherited a 10-year capability gap with our submarines. We inherited $45 billion worth of unfunded commitments. And it's what you know, the announcement that we made yesterday really stands completely apart from any of the announcements that were made by the former government because we're funding it. We didn't just announce where we're going. We announced that we would increase defence spending in order to make this happen. Um, and so uh, this is a, a real plan going forward. I mean, where the, where the opposition were at okay. um, is that they wouldn't have had a service combatant in the water until 2034. By that time, we will have so four. So we have actually accelerated the surface combatants into the water precisely so because of the mess that they left us. Minister, defence expert Michael Shoebridge has warned that the that major international shipbuilders would be assessing sovereign risk attached to Australia's bid to acquire those 11 new general purpose frigates um, because of our recent history of cancelling and cutting programs. Is that a real issue? Uh, We're no. not trusted? Uh, no, I'm, I'm pretty confident uh, that there will be countries out there uh, bidding very hard to get our work, and that is already happening as, as we speak, as you could imagine. Um, we, we need to get an off-the-shelf option, precisely for the, the reasons that you're asking for. We need to get an off-the-shelf option into the water as quickly as humanly possible, and that is exactly what we are doing. And when, when you look at where the opposition are at, never had the courage to walk down that path. Um, you know, there was always variance. There was always a tinkering. Um, this will be getting an off-the-shelf option into the water as quickly as possible, uh, and that is our absolute focus. How much will cutting nine frigates to six save the budget? Uh, nine coming down to six is because in terms of the, the capability that those ships require, um, or, or provide, I should say, that six will give us what we need. It gives us the room to have 11 uh, general purpose frigates, which, which, is, which is the capability that we also think we need. In total, obviously, this is costing more, um, and, and that's the point that we've made. The allocation had been $43 billion. Um, what we are announced yesterday will cost 54 but what we announced yesterday was an increase in defence spending to cover it. And you will see that in the budget in May. And, and again, that's what sets this apart. It's not just making an announcement. Uh, we've made an announcement and we've, and we've announced the money with it. When, when the former government were in power, they announced a $35 billion guided weapons enterprise for which they allocated $1 billion. Mm. Smoke and mirrors, all fantasy. Um, this is actually real. Um, it is going to cost more, but we are going to spend more to pay for it. Minister, there's a leaked text just changing the topic from the Prime Minister's Chief of Staff, which mentions the government entering an election year. Are you preparing for an early election? 
the Prime Minister has repeatedly said that we expect to go the full term and we imagine the election is next year. And that, that, you, that's where my head's at. And that's you don't have to imagine. Uh, you plan it, right? Because the Prime Minister can, can make that date. Why well, would sure, the Chief of Staff be referring to it being an election year then? Well, we're, we're planning for an election next year, if you want to use that word. Um, uh, but... Uh, it, it's 2024. Next year is 2025. That means there's a year to go between now and then. That's the election year. I mean, I read into this email, um, which which is patently ridiculous. Uh, we're planning to go the full term. Um, that's what the prime minister has said, and, and that's where all his ministers are working to. Okay. On on a very um, serious issue, before I let you go, Minister, jailed Chinese Australian writer Yang Hangzhan has decided not to appeal his uh, suspended death sentence. In an open letter, friends and family say this could delay medical care. Does this mean he's dependent on your government now to try and secure his release? Uh, well, obviously, the circumstances of Dr Young are very concerning. We will continue to advocate his behalf each and every day. Um, that's in terms of the sentence that's been handed down to him, but also in a day-to-day sense, the consulate access that we have and the treatment that he is experiencing. Dr Young is front and centre in terms of our diplomacy with China. Thank you for your time this morning. Thanks, Pete. Deputy Prime Minister and Defence Minister Richard Miles, you're listening to ABC RN Breakfast. Stream any ABC radio station live and on the go. Discover new podcasts, music and audiobooks, all free on the ABC Listen app.